Welcome to the Gary New South Wales podcast show, where we explore and discuss relevant issues in the early childhood sector. For more on early childhood, don't forget to register for our upcoming In Pursuit of Playfulness, Curiosity and Innovation Conference this August. For more information, visit www.gowrynsw.com.au. Welcome everyone, I'm your host Antonia Mayolo and today I'm talking to social worker and parenting counsellor Kate McIntyre about how early childhood educators and parents can help children manage difficult emotions. Kate, to begin, can you paint a picture of what difficult emotions can look like in children and how do they vary? I guess the point of what I'll be talking about today is that even though some emotions can be more difficult than others, all emotions are okay and all of my, you know, there's no bad emotions or wrong emotions, but that some are more difficult to manage than others. So I guess, you know, more difficult emotions are, you know, potentially ones like anger, jealousy, worry, emotions that can cause us to lose our ability to control ourselves and can make us behave in ways that are hurtful to ourselves or hurtful to other people. Okay. Can you explain what some consequences are for children who don't learn how to manage difficult emotions and what impact this could have on a young child's learning and development? The really hard thing for kids that consistently struggle to manage difficult emotions because, let's be honest, most kids struggle with that and also children are really forgiving of other children for their struggles to manage emotion. So um, very common, as I'm sure all of you guys will recognise, for children to have meltdowns and breakdowns and explosive anger reactions in childcare, um, very, very normal stuff. But what can be really hard for children that are consistently having really big responses to emotion and, and really struggling to control that emotion that you know other they're not very likable I guess for other kids and other adults and that we know that for kids what's what's critical to their um, social and emotional well-being is connection to other people so when children act in ways that are that are hurtful for themselves and for others consistently it can really impact on their ability to form safe and connected relationships with their caregivers and with other children What should early childhood educators and parents be looking for when it comes to recognising that a child may be having trouble managing their emotions? I guess, again, just to to make it really clear that that managing difficult emotions is hard for everybody and it's particularly hard for children who are still learning how to to manage their emotions. I guess where you're seeing a consistent inability for that child to develop skills that help them to manage their emotions. So where the educators are working really closely with a child to help them to, for instance, develop safe and effective ways to manage their anger and that child is unable to put those strategies into place over a long period of time because it takes time to practice this stuff. That could indicate that there's a problem. I guess I want to make it really clear that before we start looking at problems with kids, we should start looking really um, closely at ourselves and the way that we're relating to children. And that's a lot of what the research tells us is that children need adults who are able to control their own emotions. Children need adults who are able to role model good control. And children need adults who are able to connect with them, even if they've done something that's been really hurtful to that adult. So before we start to label kids as, as being the problem or having the problem, I would think that the centre 
all the parents should look and have discussions with people that help them to look at what's going on with them when that child is having a big emotional response. What key steps should educators take in terms of responding to children's emotions? The first critical thing is that when a child is really out of control emotional and um, and really struggling to control their emotions, so kids I've spoken to call it the rage, when they're in the rage. When I train people, I talk about when the reptilian brain is in control. So when, when a child is absolutely out of control, their thinking brain has left the building. So there's no point in talking to them about their behaviour. There is no point in setting limits at that point. There is no point in trying to understand why that child has behaved in that way and why that child is so emotionally out of control. What's really important in that zone is helping to soothe that child and so that might involve really exaggerated breathing to help calm the child. It might involve talking in a really sing-song, relaxing kind of a voice. It might involve some children really like being touched. Other children can't stand being touched when they're in that um, really out of control, rageful state or really out of control, very sad state or whatever the emotion might be. So that would be my first pointer is when a child's in that state, their thinking brain has left the building and what you're needing to to do is to calm them to the point where they can actually hear what you're saying. The second step down from that is to help them acknowledge the emotion and help them understand where that emotion's come from. So statements like, gosh, you seem really angry. That's so hard being angry. Really simple statements that that identify the emotion. And for very little children, they're going to need you to name it for them. For older children, they may well be able to name it themselves. If you say things that aren't judgmental and don't make them feel bad about the emotions, so things like, you know, gosh, you seem really upset. Could you tell me about that? Things that allow them to talk to you about what they're feeling. And then, as I said before, if you can help that child to understand perhaps where that emotions come from, if you've got that information. So things like, gee, you know, when Johnny called you a baby, I wonder if that is what made you feel so angry that it was so hard to control your emotions. And that's when you hit out at me. So things that really help that child to understand there was a reason behind that emotion because the more they understand the reason, the more they're capable next time of managing that emotion. So, though, And spending quite a lot of time in that zone of just acknowledging how hard emotions can be and helping that child to understand what emotion they're feeling and where that emotion might have come from. And with older children, again, you can work with them and they can start to make those links themselves. With little ones, they're going to need a lot more linking um, from you. And so you've noticed that both those examples, both those stages, stage one and stage two, you're not setting limits, you're not setting consequences and you're not lecturing the child about what they should or shouldn't have done. And when that child has really calmed down, so I'm talking there, they're, they're really able to listen, they're in a state where they're able to learn and they're quite settled, that would be the time to talk to them about, you know, the fact that that kind of behaviour is not okay. So again, to return to Johnny, you know, 
something along the lines of, Johnny, I understand you were so hurt when you got called a baby, but it's never okay to hit or hurt somebody else. And then talking to that child about, so stage four would be talking to that child about what they could do differently next time and helping them with other ideas for how they could tame their rage or how they, what other things they could do when they're having those really big emotions. So I guess from those four stages, you're talking, first of all, soothing the child, second of all, naming their emotions and helping them to draw links between that emotion and what might have happened to cause the emotion. Thirdly, then you can name the behaviour that was not okay and be quite clear about that with that child because they need to know that as well. But that, again, is when they're very calm. And finally, helping them come up with other strategies for how they could manage that emotion next time around. There's a lot of amazing things you can do with kids that are really creative and really fun to help them come up with strategies. And I could talk about those all day, but things like storytelling and role-playing and um, and practicing what you do when you have big emotions, those things are, are, are really appropriate in a childcare setting or for parents at home. And, and I love the opportunity to talk about them in more detail perhaps another time. Kate, thanks so much for talking to us about this. For those early educators and parents who are seeking more information on this topic, where can they go to find out more on this? Some of the stuff that I've talked about today is from a course called Tuning Into Kids, which is a terrific course that um, that has a lot of detail about helping kids to manage difficult emotions, but also gives the detail to parents and educators about how to manage your own emotions, because as we discussed, it's just so critical So I'd recommend that course both for educators and parents. John Gottman is somebody who's done a lot of work about helping kids to manage their emotions and he's written a number of books. So I would encourage people to look at his books as a resource for helping you help kids to manage difficult emotions. Thank you for listening to the latest Gary New South Wales podcast. If you have a topic you would like us to discuss, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Gowrie NSW.